0: Yeah, there's like 15 subscribers. What's the problem? I don't know. Maybe 12.
1: <laughs> there's more than that. Okay. People like us.
0: Well, that's true. They're just getting the word out. All right. Off court podcast Kevin Barnett, Salima, Rockwell, hanging out on level two here at the hotel as per usual. In our spots, actually. I'm in my corner. You're in your spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just, we're missing some of the players we had yesterday. Let's talk about last weekend. Okay. This is our review pod from last weekend. We're trying to think back to last weekend because we've already had the draft now, right? Mm-hmm. Draft happened, so we're on to weekend number three. But we at, in weekend two, maybe less specifically, but w- what did we learn about what's going on?
1: Okay. So in general terms, we learned, I think, could kind of see who, who played well together. Okay. And some chemistry things, that, some vibe things that were working or not. Uh, so I think that was important. I think you understood the value of having terminal hitters at each pin. Right. I learned that. Big pins. I yeah. saw that. I knew that, but you you could really see that.
0: Ebony Wanaboo. Yes, and Betty De La
1: Cruz. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think we're seeing how important passing is. We always know that, and if you were you know if you draft great middles are they even able to get involved? Taylor Morgan's a great example. I, didn't, yeah, I don't see remember her, yeah. didn't see a ton from her. And I don't know if it was the passing, the situations. I remember
0: to- two kills on three plays, and that's, that's where the end, the end of my memory right there.
1: Yeah, and that's not great. Uh, but it's not that she didn't play well. It just was not present. So, you know, thinking about how, how teams pass, and uh, yeah, uh, there you go. I think
0: we saw the importance of passing. That's a good point by you. Team Larson, I think, had massive passing problems. It they- becomes so hard to use the middle, and so much of your game is destabilized from the jump.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I agree. I agree, and that, that's hard, and that was a lot on Karsta, too. As a captain and as someone that they're counting on for kills... She was getting a ton of swings from everyone. Oh, yeah. Karsta.
0: Sorry, I said Larson, but you're absolutely right. Team low. Team low.
1: I think you're right. I think you said. No, it's team low because they yeah, had yeah. Abbott
0: and Fairs right. as the outside hitters. And mm-hmm. so we, we were unsure about their passing coming in. I think fair to say that was an issue for that team.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it just puts a, a ton of pressure on the pins, and they have to be able to score out of system right. consistently. And that's that's a tall order. That's what we're learning, too. You saw some of it early, but I think we're really seeing that cream rise to the top the experienced high level former olympians um you know that have a ton of international experience because yeah. it's not just about doing it once it's about recreating it over and over and over again right. which is hard to do
0: and the ability to do it in the moment when it matters yep. when you come down to needing points yeah for the second week in a row i felt like what was team edvin had been team clark but had three starters and four total People on the same team again, right? I felt like that team underperformed is the wrong word. I felt like we'd get to Monday and they would be two and zero. They lost the L- team Larson by one. That was a heartbreaker after being up huge in the first set. Yep. I felt like for the second week in a row that that team, I f- I felt like they should have won more. Yeah. They had the talent, they had the role, they had the fun and enthusiasm on their side, and we'll get to it in our preview pod coming up later in the week for this coming weekend. But some of that team is back together again. I liked their vibe. It just seemed like they couldn't quite get over the hump.
1: Well, and I, I agree. And I, I think there's a lot of youth on that team. Yeah. A lot of high level youth. And I'm not saying that's the only reason, but when you're playing against Jordan Larson, when you're playing against Betty de la Cruz and you have players that are used to stepping up at the end, Right? They lose by one. Sure. They lose by a couple sure. of points. Um, this is a good, good team, but at the end of the weekend, they figured it out. And that's I, I think Leah Edmond was surprised as well. She thought they'd be They won on Monday. Yeah. yeah. hmm And they were really good. They were they figured it out. They got some confidence, they found their stride, and um it, it takes a little bit of time. So for a young team like that. Took them three matches to figure it
0: out. And I think people like to talk about the end of matches, end of games, end of sets, whatever, as, oh, crunch time, and they didn't come through in crunch time. What they don't recognize are the mistakes at the beginning. Right. right? The mistakes in set one. Right. You give up a little bit of a run. Well, actually, a huge bit of a run in set number one against Larson. Or you make a couple more errors along the match. Not everything is decided on those last couple plays when... Oh, the chips are down and this yeah, well the chips wouldn't be down had we performed earlier in the in the set or earlier in the match or earlier in the game or whatever. Yeah. Take it across any sport. And I think to your point, we saw some of that with Team Edmund. We saw some mistakes, some missed swings, some opportunities to close that were not taken. And they did play better throughout the rest of the weekend. And you take any excellent player, will they struggle at the next level when they first get there? Probably. Mm -hmm. Probably. But the key to a great player is that they will then lift their level to that level. They're capable of making that jump in a short amount of time. Right,
1: right. No, I agree with that.
0: We saw with Team De La Cruz the value and, and what we thought when they drafted of having the two monster pins, yeah. and Ebony Wanabu continues to excel here in Dallas.
1: Yeah, I mean, she, made her, she got herself into that captain's position for this coming week, so... Yeah, I mean, having Betty and Ebony just consistently coming at you is a lot. That's a lot to handle. And it's not just, maybe it's not always a kill, but it's such a hard swing that you're way, way, way out of system or sending a free ball back. Right. Then they can run the middle or they can do something different. So there's a lot involved in that much pressure and power coming at you consistently throughout a match.
0: We got to spend some time with Betty yesterday for a while, and I love her confidence. Yeah and her approach to the game. She said, at the end of the day, it's not complicated. Yeah. She's Set the ball high and tight, and I will go get it. It's <laughs> well, not a complicated game.
1: And she's so, she's so right. And I think that's why she's, she's that good, because she simplifies it. She simplifies it for her setter. She even looks yeah. at her. Hey, do this. Looks at her passers. When you watch her this weekend, watch how she talks to people. She just kind of has that presence. Just do this, take this seam, and we'll be fine. Right. You don't have to overthink. And that was, it was cool getting to talk to her yesterday.
0: And I loved hearing that from her because mm-hmm. that's my thought process on a lot of it is caveman volleyball. <laughs> me spike ball. Me spike ball hard. You know, don't say Neanderthal. You can't slander Neanderthals nowadays. <laughs> but cavemen, no one cares about cavemen. So I, I was really cool to hear that from A player of her caliber, the same sort of thought. Yeah. And I think lots of times people that can't do what Betty does at six foot two, long, big, heavy arm, Mm -hmm. um, built for the game, right? Um, I think a lot of players have to go to other things to be successful. Yeah. For Betty, it is simple. Put it at the net, she'll kill it. I agree. Yeah. But it was cool to hear that from her perspective, she avoids things to just simplify everything. Yeah. Even as captain. Yep. What time is practice? I don't, I don't know. know. Someone else will yeah. <laughs> tell me when Someone it's happening. To There's
1: too many messages yeah. in this thread. I can't even look. Slack is not for Patti crews. Cruz. She does not like Slack
0: <laughs> at all. All right. I'm trying to think back to the other, the other groups. Team Lowe really had a rough ending. <sighs> that was
1: unfortunate. They got beat up yeah, on
0: Monday. That and was tough. the frustration kind of set in for team captain Carson Lowe you know, threw a ball into the stands. I identify with that personally, Yep. Uh, but, and kind of, you noticed that she was a little bit separated from her team.
1: I mean, I think it was hard. What I was interpreting, you know, it's hard sometimes when you're not sure what to say and you don't want to be overly abrasive or critical or whatever it is, yeah. just kind of step back a little bit because you could see that, that frustration and, and so much of it was out of her control because she wasn't a primary passer she was getting nine billion swings and and not a lot else was going well
0: nobody else could pick up the offensive it was tough mojo yeah
1: yeah, yeah it was it was tough it was t- it was hard to watch because i've i've been there and you've been in those situations where you you just want it to come together and it just wouldn't yeah
0: so Karsta came into i believe it's the second match that I wrote down hitting four ten right and I, in the second match I think she hit at least that yeah i'd had to go back and look exactly at the stats but in any case, hitting 410 as a pin is a ridiculous number. Yes. <laughs> but then on her team, I felt like nobody else could get going offensively. And it's kind of what happened to Team Larson also mm-hmm. later in the evening and throughout the weekend, but particularly against Team De La Cruz on Monday, it showed up. Right. Larson is trying and trying and trying, and nobody else is offering offensive support. Nobody else is terminating for that team. I think you need two. Yeah. And what made Ebony and and Betty really good was the fact that they both were terminating. Right. That takes the pressure off everybody else.
1: That's the difference. And it's certainly not for lack of trying, you know, it's, it's one of those, you watch it and trying to get something going and it's not happening. And then when one or two people get frustrated with themselves and they don't have the experience of how do I figure this out or how can I do it right now? that's when it kind of yeah would go sideways a little
0: bit. All right, so I'll ask you in a second. Most yep. interesting thing you think you figured out two weeks in. Okay. All right, or you or you've seen not okay. figured out, but what you've seen. Okay. For me, it I had a lot of wonder coming in as to how the position and the value would change mm-hmm. or change within a position, the valuation for players, mm-hmm. people moving up, people moving down. I thought the change for Kristen Tupac. Yeah. was pretty interesting that Kristen Tupac went from clearly the lowest value of Libero mm-hmm. to uh, Libero was highly valued by Team Larson. And we're already out- outside the draft now. She's going to be back on Team Larson. Right. And Jordan Larson not only choosing to have her on the team, but praising her yeah. for her conduct. And When earlier we'd heard some stuff kind of opposite of that, mm-hmm. that, that she wasn't contributing the way that people wanted, and that's mm-hmm. why her value had fallen. And here Jordan Larson... Loves the way Kristen Tupac plays. Mm-hmm. It worked for Team Larson in mm-hmm. some critical moments. They ran into Dela Cruz at the end and lost. But I think the change within that position for Tupac yeah. has been one of those stories yeah. of, of interest.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's been cool to watch. I mean, she's such a fun player to watch, and she's a great libero. And I just think it takes some time. Like, we're now, I don't know, a month in a since month, they've been here. Yeah, you a month, essentially, a little bit more, yeah. And they're getting to know one another just in general as people, I think, hanging out a little bit more, training, cross-training together. There's a comfort level that changes because no one came in here as I'm a bad volleyball player. No one came in here as not at the level. It's really a matter of where do you fit, how comfortable do you feel, and how confident are you in yourself at any given time? And I think we're seeing a lot of people um, change in their confidence level as as the weeks go on.
0: Positive and negative. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mostly think, mostly positive.
0: Mostly positive. You know what I mean? I like think, I think a few are on the struggle bus.
1: Yeah, and it happens. I mean, and, and then you don't play a lot, and that's hard. That's, right. It, it doesn't help, you know? Right. So, just got to keep battling.
0: It was interesting. to talk to Namaris yesterday, mm-hmm. and she talked about the women off the court.
1: Yes. Uh, she's so happy. She thinks this is the greatest thing ever, <laughs> and she's loving getting to know everybody and how nice everyone is and ah. how awesome everyone is. Like, cause you don't know what to expect. This is her first experience really playing professionally away from Puerto Rico. Correct.
0: She's always played in Puerto Rico. Yeah.
1: And so that's a big difference and a big change and who knows what to expect. And um, she, I'm, she was saying something about Jordan. She's just so nice. She's just so nice. And, but it, It makes a huge difference. I
0: love she said Jordan Larson called her. Yeah. And was just talking like, I'm Jordan, if you don't know who I am. Uh blah blah blah. And she's like, Of course everyone knows who you are. You're Jordan. Do you not know who you are? It's cool, but those are fun stories. She's like, I'm gonna need a moment. Yeah. Just give me a second.
1: I love that. Because it 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 amplifies, I guess it really shows the humility of Jordan Larson to that's how her approach. Yeah. And and how people all around the world that are playing professionally look up to her—that's kind of cool.
0: So Jordan is still showing out. Yep, at number one. Mm-hmm. Although her lead got cut a bit.
1: I did. Betty
0: De Cruz moved from fourth up to second, mm-hmm. so they'll be wearing. She'll be wearing orange this week. Yes. And we we kept Team Edmund. Yeah, we're just going to hang on. To I that. think things are still good with Leah. Yep. Still really impressed. Yep. Uh, excellent job by Leah, particularly on high ball scoring situations. Crazy. She blocked a ton this weekend. Yeah. Leah, I think Leah's outperformed expectations that were probably pretty high. I agree. For an SEC player of the year. I agree. Uh, Into fourth place came uh, Ebony Wanabu. Mm -hmm. Basically traded her for Karsta. Karsta goes to fifth. And uh, Ebony, she just keeps killing balls. Yeah.
1: She she gets it done, and, and she's not a liability in the back row, which I like, you know, at all. Right. At all. She's back there. She's in a good spot. She digs the ball nice and high in the middle of the court. I think she does a really good job, but she's... She's terminal, and she can hit the ball from anywhere. Right, if the ball falls right.
0: inside. That's different than some of the other opposites. Yeah,
1: she can she can make it happen. I think she's really good at getting her feet to the ball. So she's she's lined up pretty nicely, fairly consistently, and even if she's not, she still takes a rip.
0: That that's a terrific point. I think she's the only opposite, or not only, she is the best opposite in terms of wherever the location of the set yeah. is, still getting an optimal swing. Yeah. Yeah, We have, like, Karst is very good, but mm-hmm. I think Karst is not as good when it's outside of her window. Mm-hmm. I think Ebony does a good job of moving her window like a mouse. Yeah. Just moving it onto <laughs> the ball and then and then hammering that thing. Yep. And she sounds like a big baby.
1: She is a big baby. She, my big baby. big <laughs> baby.
0: Beth told her she sounded like a big baby. <laughs> Beth is giving her hell. It's great. It was so funny. I she, love
1: that relationship. It's she, fun. She told her
0: after the draft to... Don't wear the captainship very hard. Oh, yeah. She said, don't have that on your shoulders. Yeah. Take the captainship off your shoulders when you're playing Mm -hmm. and just play. Yeah. And play like you know you're capable of. Mm -hmm. And then she gave her some backhanded compliment right after. But she gave her a nice piece of advice. Oh, nice. And then hammered her and then walked away. (laughs) Right. That's great. (laughs) But
1: that's so, I mean, it speaks volumes to her, too. Like, she was like, look, I don't even care. I'm just going to say this. I know we're playing against each other. But I have to say this because she and we talked about Ebony and losing her. She said, I'm happy for her. Yeah, I'm happy. Best like, said that about her yeah. yeah, which is really cool. She's like, I'm glad she played well enough to now become a captain. Right. Yeah, sure. Would I like to play with her? But I'm more happy for her than anything else, which was really cool.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So we will do a little preview for you in about 24 hours, assuming we don't go too deep into that bottle of screwball over there. <laughs> And we will have it for you for the weekend. We'll talk more about Team Edmund. Yes. We'll talk about Wannabeu selections, how that might play out. Teams, teams that have players that might be later in the draft who yes. might play, like Ania Grant, who yes. played this week quite a bit, even though she's drafted later, mm-hmm. played her way in through practice and yeah. then had a nice weekend. We'll break it all down for you and have some fun. We probably shouldn't have yeah, any more. Of
1: that. I don't think we should have any no. more. I mean, maybe one more. Right. But yeah. probably not.
0: Pro- well, that's a bad idea. Okay. Maybe? Bad idea. <laughs> Off court podcast, Athletes Unlimited Volleyball, Kevin and Salima out.